Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good afternoon. This is the session for Library Users of America related to book clubs. I'm Judy Wilkinson, Lewis President. Uh, it is wonderful to have this opportunity to talk with you about book clubs, and I will give the opening CEU for those wanting the continuing education unit. It is 73082. That's 73082. And we have two co-hosts for this presentation, and I'll begin by introducing you to Debbie Armstrong. Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to learn about all the wonderful virtual book clubs out there that handle books that are in an accessible format. So if you thought that the only place you could go for a book club was your local public library, you can now get on the internet and join a book club of other blind users who are reading in Braille, large print, or audio. And I have a wonderful number of panelists to talk about their individual clubs and at the end you can ask questions about their clubs and then we'd love at the very end for our audience to talk about any clubs we've missed that they belong to that feature accessible books and now i'd like to introduce our main host terry pacheco go ahead terry thank you debbie welcome everyone i love books i love book clubs um, I'm not in as many as I should be, but about as many as I have enough hours in the day for, I think. I want to welcome our presenters this evening, or this afternoon, depending on where you are. And I want to thank our uh, Melissa, who's hosting for us, and Jeff, who's streaming. And I want to thank Judy for inviting me to participate in this session, and I hope that you all thoroughly enjoy the upcoming information that we're going to be getting imparted to all of us by many great book club participants. And with that, I'm going to start with, um, this is only because they're on my list in this order, our first presenter will be Paul Edwards. I was hoping to be last. <laughs> <laughs> and last shall be first. <laughs> That's right. Um, so we've been running Library Without Walls, I guess. It, it sort of shocked me, but it's actually been about four years since we started it. And it, it happens every two months. And our approach is to essentially choose a topic for each book club session. The next session, for example, is going to be your favorite fiction book of all time and your favorite nonfiction book of all time. So it should be a great session. And we meet via the internet using Zoom on the third Wednesday of odd months. So our next meeting will be in September. We would have met this month. We met in May. We've, we've done pretty well about meeting every two months for, as I say, the last four years. It really surprised me that we'd been going for that long. But we have by no means exhausted the topics. We generally have uh, anywhere from 40 to 60 folks. And if you're a member of Library Users of America, the other benefit that you get is immediately after the session or very soon after, 
Miss Jane Corona prepares a list of all the books that we've discussed and sends it to all Lua members as one of the benefits of membership. So essentially, the format is we ask each person to talk about two books, and we encourage them to choose books that are available in accessible formats. Um, but we don't insist that they have to be blindness necessarily so they can be audible books or they can be kindle books that we're fine with that so that's essentially what our book club is like and i'm going to pass it back to judy well i'm going to pass it back to debbie (laughs) all right excellent so paul one question i have for you is what uh, topics have you covered in the past and then we will be moving on to our next presenter Gosh, novels from the South, uh, novels from the West, uh, Westerns, science fiction, um, fantasy novels. Humor novels. Yep. What's the funniest book you've ever read? We've covered uh, detective stories. We've covered mysteries. And uh, I'm always amazed that the one thing I'll say is I have never hosted a session where I didn't find out about some books or some series that I knew absolutely nothing about. So I'm, I'm amazed at how widely read our readership is. And we typically have a pretty good number of people, often anywhere between 40 and 50 folks turn up for our book club, which starts at 8.30 Eastern time. And how do people get the Zoom links for your book clubs? I send them out to a bunch of lists. So if you're a Lua member, you certainly get it. And if, if you're on our library talks list, you'll get it. I send it to uh, ACB Conversation and to the leadership list uh, and to the BRL list and to the AAVL list well, we're and FCB. From, we will hear from Paul again on another topic in a little while. But Terry, why don't you introduce our next presenter? Our next presenter, someone I've known for many, many years, is Casey Hunter. Casey, and then after that, we'll have Alan. Thank you, Terry. Um, I'm Casey Dummer. I'm from Wyoming, Michigan, just outside of Grand Rapids. I started doing something like this, actually, when I was in Seattle. Uh, The WCB had a a book club, and uh, when I moved there, I took over the responsibility of that. It kind of faded uh, over time. but then when the pandemic hit and we, the community call was starting, Cindy called me and asked me to, if I would be willing to host a book chat, similar to what I did in Washington. And so we, uh, we started it. Uh, we, we meet on the first and third Mondays of every month at 9 p.m. Eastern time. If there's five Mondays in a month, we skip that. Because it gets too confusing. If there's a holiday on the first part, uh, on the first Monday of the month, we also skip that and, and we just go back to the third Monday. That's what the group has done. We have about 18 to 20 regulars. Sometimes we have 30 people. We've done things like um, we've had Jody Thomas on uh, as a guest. Uh, we spent the whole, the whole Zoom call. Uh, are talking about her writing and what she's done. Uh, she took questions from the audience about various books she's done. She likes, she's from Texas, and so all of her books are about Texas. Uh, we've run a variety of books. What we try to do is 
after everybody's introduced, we, uh, we, we've gotten professional at this, I guess. Uh, we put everybody on, on mute. We have people raise hands. And one at a time, we have people talk about the book that we have selected on our prior call. And everybody gets one time to go around. And then if we have time, we go into a second or third round, whatever time permits. And we devote the last 115 minutes uh, for our next call. Our next call will be August 2nd. And we are reading Sons of Fortune, DB55650. I usually send those out to, to Sydney on the ACB community list. Usually the day after the call, I didn't do that this time because there was such a break between the calls, but she does have the information and I'm sure she'll put it up. Um, we covered a lot of different books from the Mennonites to the pandemic of 1918 to some mysteries and uh, all sorts of things. One of the things that I have to always stress to people, and, and I think this is probably true in every book club, not everybody likes a book that got selected, or maybe in Paul's case, maybe not a topic, but they may come on the call and they may say that. And I always tell people, that's okay. Um, yeah, and, and there are going to be things in books that we personally like or don't like. And uh, I always tell people, you know, it's okay to have an opinion that's different. Uh, I try to get have members, I think we've done pretty well, be respectful of each other's differences. I think in today's world, that's a very difficult task to achieve, but I believe we've done that. Uh, we have a variety of people on the call, and uh, like Paul, there's probably a lot of books that we've selected that I probably would not have read on my own. Notice the character of the two different clubs. Paul's club, uh, people talk about books that they like. In Casey's club, he picks a book, and people discuss whether they like it or not. So it's it's fascinating how the two characters have evolved. And actually, the group picks a book. What I try to do is have everybody in the group have a chance to pick a book. We have a list of books that I have on file to pick from. And every week, every time we have the call, people add to that. And so there's a lot of a lot of interesting variety that people uh, people have when they and want to pick a book. Is- This is part of the community calls. So if you're on the ACB community calls list, that's how you get the Zoom links for your group, correct? That's correct. All right. Well, I do want to make sure we get all our presenters in. Um, So, Casey, thank you so much. And we'll take it back to Terry. Our next presenter will be Alan Lemley, who I said was in the bullpen. I meant to say on deck. Kind of a baseball fan, am I? (laughs) Go Red Sox. Uh, then following Alan will be um, Natalie. Thanks, Terry. I, I knew what you meant, even though you said bullpen. So that, <laughs> that's, that's quite okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm associated with Accessible World, and we wouldn't be here if we didn't all love books. But uh, I found I, I tended to be reading the same stuff over and over and over again. I thought, you know, I need to go to some of these book groups that are picking different genres and stuff to make me read different stuff. I'll be honest with you, I've never read a book that I didn't take away something from it, even if it wouldn't have been something I picked. So uh, the thing about Accessible World that I like is we've got eight different groups that talk about books, most of which meet on a monthly basis. Uh, We've got like a a journey through history. We've got fiction, old and new, worlds of books. 
a banquet of books. We got a science fiction group, a fantasy group, a mystery group. And I, I, I'm sure I've left something out, but uh, they all meet at different times of the month. And, and they all meet usually at a time that most people can make it to. I know as we're getting older, we tend to go to bed earlier, but but whatever. We cover a, a variety of genres. Most of the groups have from 10 to 15 attendees, and they're intimate. And uh, we encourage people to talk and, and discuss the book, which I think that's why we all go to these book groups. Some of them have assigned books, and, and some of them just say, Okay, like fantasy and science fiction, just say, read something in the genre and come and talk about it. And then we've also got banquet of books where you just come and talk about whatever you're reading. So all the opportunities are there. If you want to talk about books, we've got a book group for you. And then most of our announcements get posted to a list uh, AW-announcements at groups.io. And if you want to find... Do a search on my name. I'm sure you can find me out here because I'm posting all the time about our various meetings and stuff. But uh, I want to encourage folks, keep reading. There's nothing better for your brain than to read often. And come to these book groups and discuss it. You share your thoughts with us. We want to hear from you because uh, that's how we all learn, sharing ideas and thoughts and stuff. So, So thanks. Now, the thing that's really unique about Accessible World is not only do they have all these book clubs, but they do record the sessions. So if you're on their list, you can go back, like you want to get some good science fiction recommendations, or you want to hear what the mystery group had to say about that book, because you read it after they had their meeting, you can go back and listen to those recordings. So Ellen, why don't you give us your website and how they can get uh, on the list? It's accessibleworld.org. I think you can find anything about any of the book groups there. Also, like you said, Debbie, all of our stuff is podcast now. So if you've got a, a podcatcher program or if you've you know, got any of the apps that like Overcast, whatever, for your podcast, I think you can probably do a search on Accessible World and find all of our groups and stuff listed. And it's real easy to go back and look at past recordings. And then if you want to uh, get on the list to be notified, the aw-announcements at groups.io list. You, you can subscribe by sending a subscription to aw-announcements plus subscribe at groups.io. That's a real low traffic announcement only list. Every one of our book groups meetings, uh, when we post the newswires, get posted there. So it's real easy to find the information. And like any other groups.io, it's a plus sign with the word subscribe after the group name. Thank you for being such an efficient summarizer, and we'll move back to Terry. And we will move on to Natalie Couch. Good afternoon, Natalie. Good evening, everyone, or afternoon, or whatever time it is, wherever you are. So my name is Natalie Couch, and I am from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I am the president of Tri-State Library Users, which is the Kentucky Council of the Blind chapter of LUA. So we actually do two book clubs. Um, One is a virtual book club that we hold every two months um, in conjunction with our business meeting. We hold our book club before the business meeting and um, we basically 
pick a month, I mean, pick a book the two months before, and then our members come and um, discuss it. We started this in December. So the first book um, I actually picked it, it was The Christmas Train, just because I wanted to stick with a holiday theme. We've also read The King of Torts. Um, We've done things like Anne of Green Gables. That was just our last book. And we've read, you know, a couple other books. Our book that we're going to be reading for August is The Martian by Andy Weir. That was picked by one of our members. But um, we basically just, uh, you know, they just come in and, and discuss their thoughts about the book. I do let members pick the books um, because, you know, everybody has different reading tastes. The second one that we do is on the fourth Friday night of the month um, because the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind has what we call Roundabout. So it's where we um, we have this every Friday night. It's an event that we hold. And now that we're back in person, we have dinner and, and things. So on the fourth Friday of the month, we do what's called page turners. Um, and that is where any person can um, discuss, you know, books that they have read or that has made an impact on their life. Basically, that is what we do. That is an excellent summary. Um, gosh, I remember when I was uh, traveling to Louisville, uh, that your public radio station was still playing Dick Estelle. And out in California, we hadn't heard him in such a long time, the uh, radio reader. And that was a real treat for me to hear him reading again. Do you have to be in Kentucky? And how do we join your book club? You do not. For the most part, it has just been Kentucky people. But I am going to start posting the book information for our book clubs. I'm going to post it in the ACB community Facebook group. And um, I will also get our Zoom link to Cindy to see if she can post on the um, ACB community list um, if people are interested in joining it. It is the third Saturday, well, it'll be the third Saturday in August, um, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. And I will get that link to Cindy to um, see if she will post that on the community list for me. Excellent. Well, thank you, Natalie. I really appreciate you coming on and telling us about a club that many of us may not have known about. And it's back to you, Terry. And our next contributor is going to be Tabitha. And then Mika will follow Tabitha. Hello. Thank you so much for inviting me. I am always thrilled to talk about books. Um, I facilitate two reading groups on the ACB community calls. Um, I started the first one in October 2020, and we focus on 18th century literature. We recently finished, we made our way through the entire catalog of Jane Austen. We read all of her works, published and unpublished, and we are now starting to read kind of around her and read authors and works that she mentions in her books. So, you know, in a sense, we are a very focused book that we concentrate on uh, late 18th, early 19th century literature. 
and you know try to get some sense of the history and and what was happening at the time and uh, what are some of the sort of distinguishing characteristics of the writing and I'll also consider how the literature kind of reflects the cultural standards and norms of the time and um, we've kind of had a lot of interesting discussions about women about disability in the the context of 18th centuries so that's been great really giving me a whole new perspective on Monday nights. We meet every Monday night at 7.30 Eastern time. Then in, I think, February of this year, I started a second reading group because you can't have too many reading groups. Uh, This one focuses on disability studies. I was interested in starting to read about disability, and I thought it would be more fun to do that if I had people to talk about what I was reading with. So I started the group. That has also been great. And the reading list has been kind of broad. We've done some books specifically on vision loss, other books on disability more generally, um, on accessibility, on disability and popular culture and science fiction, um, the theory of disability as a social construct, which I think was a little legal heavy, but um, still a really fascinating uh, take on it. And this month, we've kind of been focusing on uh, disability in fiction. So again, uh, you know, trying to get as many perspectives as we can from the social, cultural, political, and personal viewpoints. And uh, we meet on second and fourth Wednesdays. And again, both of those groups are conducted through the ACB community calls. I did construct a very simple website to kind of keep track of what we've read and what we're considering reading in future. So if anyone is curious about that, the web address is invisiblebooks.wordpress.com. And everyone is welcome. Thank you for being so organized. I don't have any questions for you because you answered them all. (laughs) I have a little list here and I was like, oh, she answered all my questions. Mika, in just a minute, is going to be talking about book clubs in general, but we'll go back to Terry first. Okay. Well, I was going to introduce Mika. She's one of the bubbliest people that I think ACB has seen in a very long time. And so I just want to welcome you, Mika. Well, thank you very much. If anyone knows me at all, they know that I absolutely love to read. So... Um, I want to talk about book clubs in general, and hopefully I'm not stepping on Paul's toes <laughs> at all. I want to talk about a couple of things. So one, I wanted to mention that Bookshare has a virtual book club that meets every month. Um, and so if you have a Bookshare account and you log in and you go to the book club link, it will tell you when what they are reading and when they will be meeting, which is awesome. Um, Another thing, especially with like the advent of quarantine and everything is that really uh, there's so many virtual book clubs now that you can be a part of. And some of the ways that you can find them are on Goodreads. If you go to Goodreads and you sign up, there are different groups that you can join and often they have meetings each month. Um, Some of it is by text chatting. Some of it is over Zoom. There's lots of discussions on the forum. So if you're just trying to sneak a uh, talk about a book during work, 
So, and then there's also Facebook, which I have found to be absolutely wonderful for finding books. There's a particularly a really wonderful book club on Facebook called Friends and Books, where they do make sure that all the titles are accessible. And I just wanted to really bring up I know that I tend to be a genre reader, so I am definitely romance and fantasy and probably like some character, um, some really character heavy science fiction. And so I want to find some book clubs around those things. So my romance one has been Romance Sparks Joy, which you can find at romancesparksjoy.com, which talks a lot about romance and representation in romance and that kind of thing. So, and lots of book lists. Podcasts are another really great way of joining a book club. Book podcasts in particular, they often will have a community and that community often has a book club that you can discuss the books, whether it is on Zoom or Discord or what have you. And the last thing I wanted to really just mention is that where two or three are gathered, a book club is born. And so I really want to encourage people that if you can't find the book club that you want or you can't get enough of book clubs, make your own. And it does not get you two or three friends hop into Clubhouse or on Zoom or something like that and pick your book and talk about a book. It could be about one book or it could be about a bunch of different books. But as long as you're bringing enthusiasm and a willingness to read and a willingness to be open-minded and have good conversation, then my gosh, that is a book club. And I also want to say that there are a lot of great book clubs on Clubhouse. And if you want to be more involved with books that your sighted friends and coworkers are reading, and you're a little unsure of how to use Kindle or Kindle apps, If you search through the ACB podcast, you'll find Mika and some of her friends talking about using the Kindle in an accessible way. So um, you want to say a couple things about using your Kindle, maybe briefly, Mika? I was actually in a book club when um, the Kindle became like super accessible. And the idea of being able to download a book at the same time as everybody else was just incredibly heady. So um, I use the Kindle app on my iPhone. It is definitely accessible. Um, There are so many books that you can get. I use Kindle Unlimited, which is basically like the Netflix of books where I can just go in and pay a certain fee and then get at least 10 books at a time, you know, and then trade them out each month. And if you've been kind of scared to jump on the Kindle bandwagon, don't be. There's so many wonderful books that are on there. There's so many freebies that are on there. If you go to bookbub.com and sign up for book deals and freebies, they will send you things based on the genres that you're interested in. And it really is a game changer on how I've approached reading and how I finally feel like I am equal there's a lot of equality in reading when it comes to being able to finally be able to discuss books with sighted people. Oh, thank you. I hope you keep on bubbling forever. Okay. I just mentioned one more thing, Debbie. I'm sorry. No, I just have go one ahead. more super quick thing to mention. 
Um, the other benefit of using the Kindle app is that if you use Overdrive or Libby and you are hooked up to your public library in your town or your city, just in case you just don't have enough books in your life, that is going to get you more books. Um, you'll be able to read it either via audio using those apps, or you can get those books, the electronic books sent to your Kindle. Excellent. In our next little ledger, we have an article that I wrote about how to get e-audio from your public library. So stay tuned for that or join Lua if you want to read my article. Oh, and I wanted to say there's a wonderful app called Kindle Buffet, which I use to track down free books for my Kindle. So I can't agree with Mika more. All right, back to Terry. Let's check in and see how, how badly Mika stepped on Paul's toes. <laughs> Hopefully not, because I'm actually, sure he's got plenty more to tell us. Actually, she didn't really. She talked about one of the things that I was going to talk about, which is podcasts. And if folks will look, I think it's in the last Lua Ledger. Um, I wrote a relatively short article that lists about, oh, I don't know, 15 or 20 book podcasts and described them somewhat so that um, folks would get an idea. And I think I also, in some earlier articles, talked about exactly how to access podcasts and that kind of thing. So um, check back in the past. I, the only thing is I really must warn you that podcasts are addictive. The only good thing about podcasts, if you're using a good podcaster, is that you can listen to them three times as fast as you would have to listen if you were listening to programs. And that's nice <laughs> because it means that you can get through more. And the other thing that I wanted to talk about is some formats that I've run across for book clubs that I think would be great fun. I, I keep telling myself that I don't want another thing to do, but I keep wanting to put together this format of a book club. I ran across it in the UK, and the way it works is you have a host for the program and two other people, and each of those three people choose a book, and all three of the folks need to read the book, the three books, and then they come onto the book club, and each takes the lead on the book, kind of describing what it is, who wrote it, and so on, and then the other two discuss it quite often on these programs. Some of the other folks, especially if you choose your folks pretty carefully, really hate the books the other person has chosen. And so the whole presentation becomes great fun to listen to. Um, and it, you know, it doesn't at all have to be brand new books. It could be 18th century books by Jane Austen or Mrs. Gaskell or any of those folks. Or it could be 19th or 20th century stuff. It doesn't really matter. But it, what I've found fun on the various versions of these programs that I've heard is how much there's disagreement among the three people and how different the books are that folks have chosen. So I've always thought that would be a great way to run a book club. And I'm done, Miss Terry. That uh -huh. is so exciting. I think someone in our audience ought to do this kind of a community call. Yeah. Oh, one of our panelists. Yeah, so if they don't do it, some of us should get together as panelists and do it, you guys. I think it'd be such fun. I would love that. I would love it. Well, I wanted to ask Paul a quick question, since everybody seemed to like that so much. What is the name of the podcast for that? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> we don't ask you on the Lua list until you tell us. 
it actually may be in my Lua podcast thing that I wrote last year. Um, but I, I'll, I'll look it up and, and I will put it up on the Lua list and on the library talk list too. We will share with everybody. Sounds um, wonderful. Well, we have heard from all of our panelists. I believe, unless anybody has anything else, we already have a few hands raised in our attendees with questions for our panelists. So, Debbie, are you ready for some questions? Or comments about other book clubs. So who's got a hand? The first one is Mitchell. I know of a couple of book clubs on Facebook, a James Patterson book club, a Clive Cussler book club, and a John Sanford book club. Nice. Any of your book clubs read crime novels from Patterson and other authors? Yeah, we've had a lot of books by those authors chosen in various topics that we've done. So they've ended up on our list and a lot of the series have too, because we've done a whole topic of series where people were required to pick books in series. Okay, so how do people find your book clubs? I know about the ones on Accessible World. I know those. I send stuff out to a bunch of lists. And we will try to make sure that as we develop our Lua website, the book club will certainly be there as well. And the others have given their book club information if you have come into the call late. So you'll be able to get those by listening to the podcast, which will turn up eventually. Our next person is Rebecca Cragness. Hello. I wanted to tout my own book club. I have run a book club since 2012. And this one is over the phone. Alan is a member, so he knows about it. This is done over the phone, uh, at least thus far. Uh, We all call into a free conference call number the last Thursday of the month, except December, because that's around Christmas. We have a person each month pick a book and kind of lead the discussion of the book. We first go around and talk about our impressions of the book. There are probably about eight or nine of us who are regulars. And I have put out membership requests on the DB review list. That's all I wanted to say. How would one get in touch with you? Is there a title for the book club? We actually just called ourselves the Bard Book Club because we didn't know about any of the other book clubs. We can't put your actual information out over the uh, call, but if you are a member of Lua, I'm thinking maybe if you wanted, you could put it on the Lua uh, listserv. Either that, or you could send a message to library-talk at acblists.org if you're subscribed, because you don't have to be a member to do that. Library-talk at acblists.org. Okay, is the, thank you. Is the, is the website. And we look forward to it, Ms. Becca. Thank you. This is Alan. I was going to say, Rebecca's Club is, is nice. So, uh, and and I'm, I'm all over the, the internet, too. So if anybody wants to uh, plug in, I, I, I can get you in contact with Rebecca. She does a good job with the group. Thanks. That's great. Thank you, Alan. Our next person will be Chanel. And following Chanel will be Donna Browning. Hello. Thanks, everyone, for such a fabulous, well-organized presentation. 
I am part of Tabitha's 18th Century Book Club, and I have enjoyed it. That was actually my first entry into the ACB community. And I just, I love it. Uh, we really have a great time. We, we've gotten to know one another well. So if you're into 18th century stuff, come check that out. I was also wondering, just in general, how does one go about joining Lua or finding some of these posts that were written by Deb and Paul that were referenced? And um, also, if anybody's ever heard of any historical fiction book clubs, I mean, there's so many book clubs on as you were mentioning, like Clubhouse, I've, I've encountered a few there, and I'm interested to check out these podcasts. So thanks again so much for all of your information and for this excellent meeting. Judy Wilkinson, and you jumped the gun, but I will tell people how to join Lua. I'm the president, as I said at the beginning. So you can call our membership director and board member, Carla Rocheval. And you'll, a lot of you will know this number, 502-897-1472, a great year, 502-897-1472, or you may go and pay this email, lua.payments, that's L-U-A dot payments, P-A-Y-M-E-N-T-S, at gmail.com. That's how you join Lua. We know that some of you paid money for Lua, which we really appreciate, your $10 registration fee, but that is not a Lua membership fee. So if you want to join Lua, call that number or go to that email address. 12 bucks a year. 12 bucks a year. And if you're in Kentucky, California, or Texas, there are state affiliates there, but Carla can tell you about those. Okay. Donna Browning. All right. So she stole one of the things I was going to ask. So can you repeat the Lua address one more time, please? I only got some of it. It's lua.payments at gmail.com. Uh, thank you. And Paul, I love hearing you talk about books. Oh, thank you, Donna. I love hearing Paul talk anyway. He's <laughs> full of information and he's like a book himself. So yeah, let me just we, say. We have we great have fun, fun on our book club. So we would so welcome you guys to join us. We usually end up going on for about an hour and a half, sometimes as long as two hours. Cool. And the other gentleman, the Access World... I looked you up on Google and went on the site, but I couldn't find how to join. Mr. Allen. Maybe you could turn your Alexa off. Somebody, yeah, somebody's echoing. This is Alan. We really don't have a membership or anything. It's just open to anybody that wants to come. So, like I said, we have eight groups that meet different times on a monthly basis. So, I'll post... Uh, all the announcements that we call newswires announcing the various book groups to the uh, aw-announcements at groups.io list. So if you want to subscribe to that list, that you know, I gave the, the subscription information earlier. The e- emails will come and, and announce the meetings, and that's all there is to it. We, we don't require funds, so it's uh, it, it's free and open. We just we just want your contributions and uh, come and talk about books, and, and we'd love to have you. Yeah, I went to look on the science fiction one and I couldn't find how to 
when the next one was and how to go to it. So yeah, the science fiction club meets the the, the fourth Wednesday of each month at nine p.m. Eastern. But uh, let's see. I think a, a lot of the groups took off in July because of conventions and stuff. Don, I have your email. I can help you since I know how to do their class. Thank you. Right. Okay. Um, Don Horn, you had your hand up, but I'm not seeing it now. Um, Did, I'm not actually, sure. Actually, I accidentally um, lowered everybody's hands. So if if, um, if anyone wants to talk that their hand raised, please raise your hand again. And in the meanwhile, uh, Deanna Noriega. Yeah, Deanna sometimes comes to um, Library Without Walls. She comes to mine, too. One place to look might be at your National Library Service library, because ours in Missouri, Wolfner Library, has a series of book clubs. Um, we have a history club. We have a... A mystery club. We have new, you know, new releases. We have, you know, several different ones. And sometimes we have an author talk or other events that are associated with books for reading. We have book reading series like for the winter we're reading about uh, adult winter reading program was reading books about Missouri. We have a lot of different things that get posted to our patrons, but we do have people from other states who've lived here once and just decided to stay with it since they get the newsletter and the, and the stuff. So I think if you go up on the website for Wolfner, you can take a look and see what's available. I was trying to find anything in the newsletter, but it just doesn't tell you how to do it. It tells you how to, to register for things. Like some a of lot the special of regional, events. A, yeah. a lot of regional libraries, I think, do it, Deanna. So that's a yeah. really good point. I wonder if NLS has published or would publish a circular, Judy, it might be something to ask, of book clubs that are run by their regional libraries. Good point. It might be worth an article. <laughs> yep, exactly. I know Don Horn was waiting for quite some time. So, Melissa, could we have Don Horn come up next? It's good to see everyone, virtually anyway. Along mm -hmm. with Mika's point, I wanted to mention, I was in a book club for my, uh, the university where I got my master's degree, and after 15 years, it folded, and I was kind of devastated, especially because as I've become more disabled, more physically disabled, it's become harder for me to get out. And on a whim one night, I posted something to nextdoor.com and said, does anyone have an interest in a virtual book club run through Zoom? And I hit the button and thought, well, here goes nothing. I hit the send. And an hour later, I started to get responses. And I thought, oh, this isn't so good. Now I have to do it. Um, <laughs> and I've been running it since December. Well, we met first in November. We've been meeting monthly. We didn't meet in July, but it's a great way to meet your neighbors. I've met people that live in my neighborhood or within two or three towns. Um, and accessibility really isn't an issue because nowadays so much is available. I was in the other book club for 15 years. I only had one, well, two, two times when I had difficulty getting the book. 
So the accessibility is not, but even if it were, I'm running the show. So <laughs> if I said to the members, I can't read the book, but it's been incredibly rewarding. And I think it's just something else for people to consider. A great idea, Don. Yeah, it is. Our next person is area code 614. Um, a couple of things. Did you say who you are? I'm sorry. Yes, I'm Shirley. Where are you from? Shirley from where? Ohio. I'm in Ohio. I wanted to ask Natalie if uh, there's any kind of a way to um, sign up for her club, particularly the virtual one. And Natalie, I haven't talked to you in ages, so good to hear you. Maybe we can chat sometime. But I wanted to ask her that question, and then I had a question also for Mika, a quick one. Okay, so yes, I can, um, I'm trying to figure out how to do this because I know we can't really give the information on the call. Um, right. I can send it to, well, I have I have Debbie Armstrong's email still somewhere. Um, so I can send it to her. Are you on the, on the, are you a Lua member? No, unfortunately not. So um, Okay, um, we can probably get that sent to the library talk list um, because if I understood that correctly, you don't have to be a member to do that. Are you on that you, list? I'm, I'm not on either of them, so I guess this isn't going to work. Um, yeah, but, I didn't but know you can if, subscribe to library talk. You don't have to be a member to do it. Yeah, I could do that. I was on it for a, a, a very short time, and there was a lot of email the other thing that you can do is you can send a note, an email to community at acb.org and ask yes. her to put you in touch with Debbie. Yeah, or um, you can so. or you can ask her to give you my email address as well. That'll All right, work. that's fine. I can try that. Or if you think about it, Natalie, you know, maybe you can try to get mine or I can try to get yours one way or the other. I'm yeah, sure we'll, we can we'll hook get up. It. So we'll get it to work. I'd yes. appreciate it. The other um, quick question I wanted to ask Mika, I understand that a lot of the Kindle books you can listen to on the A devices, and I wasn't really sure. I don't know how familiar you are with that, but at various times I've thought about getting a Kindle book, but I, I don't know for sure how I would know which ones would be accessible that way and which ones wouldn't. And I don't want to purchase one and then, you know, find out I don't have a good way to listen to it. So have you had much experience with that? So first, any of them that say that the screen reader is enabled, you will be able to read on your phone and with your A-Lady device. And I believe all you have to say is A-Lady read and then the book title and that it will start reading it. But it'll tell you before you purchase it if it's screen reader enabled or not. Yes, you do. You do have to look on the description page. It's usually like right above the description and it'll say screen reader. And usually for most of them, it'll say screen reader enabled. It's probably worth saying as well, Shirley, that there are some books on Kindle that are audiobooks, that is, that are read by human readers. Um, and there are a lot that would be read by the A-Lady's voice, which is fine, too. But I just wanted right. to make sure you were aware that there were, that there were both kinds on Kindle. But also, okay. you get a choice if you buy uh, the Kindle book and it's on Audible. You have a choice of purchasing it either through just the Kindle book or an audio book. 
And you can also tell the A lady to go to the next chapter. I help my learning disabled students with this all the time. Uh huh. Okay. You can do that. Well, I'm just not real good at using phone apps. And I thought, you know, if I had another device that I could listen to it on, I read in Braille everything I can possibly get in Braille, but there are books occasionally that you can't get that way. Um, And I know I've, you know, come across a couple that are on Kindle and I just, didn't want to purchase one if I didn't have a way to listen to it. So I appreciate the information that helps me a little bit. Thank you. This is Judy. Also, correct me if I'm wrong. If you have a Braille display, you can hook it to uh, your smartphone and read your Kindle books in Braille. Oh, you can? Yes, I've done that uh, for church studies and it works out pretty well. Uh, uh, Okay. Reads quite well. If you're ordering books verbally uh, using the A-Lady, you have to use the right wording. So she may get mixed up a few times if you don't say it right. So that's part of the issue you have. And one of the problems you have with Amazon, particularly with Audible, they change the lingo on what you have to say, especially when you've ordered a book and you want it to play. Now you have to say a certain phrase for her to play a book where you have to say a few more words than what you used to. So you have to be careful of that and, and not get frustrated with it. And you okay. can also interface a Braille display directly with a Kindle, and they're usually around $49. So if you've uh, run out of money after you bought your Braille display and you get <laughs> 49 bucks like I did, you can get yourself a little Kindle, and that works great. Thank you so much. I appreciate all the uh, the input. I'm glad there are people on here that are a lot smarter about this stuff than I am. Thank you. And the screen reader on the Kindle is really very good. And it does work very well with Braille displays. Their, their interface is actually very smooth. Thanks. I'll have to get with you guys, maybe, Paul, sometime offline or something, and you can tell us what to look for. So Not thank a you. problem. Not a problem, Shirley. Dana Leach is next. Hi, and good evening, everyone. This is Dana from Clearfield, Pennsylvania. And uh, I just wanted to tell you about two little book clubs that I do and thought that you, some of you may be interested. They are actually both on Clubhouse. Um, and I actually have one that meets every Thursday at 9 Eastern. And you can find it if you are interested in on Clubhouse by searching for my club called Dana's Diner. And in the club, we actually do Christian fiction. Um, and it's all types of Christian fiction being historical, um, suspense, Amish, anything basically all, all over the genre. The thing that's interesting about my little group is I have an author of the book actually come in and talk to us every um, two weeks. So we, we choose a book every two weeks, but we meet for fellowship the weeks that we're not actually discussing a book so that if we have more of the book to discuss when the author's not present, we can do so. So I just thought I would mention we've had people like Amy Clipston, if you've heard of her, of Amish Fiction, who's on Bard. We just had Rachel Hawk last night. So if you've known of any of those authors, you're welcome. And then the other one that I started meets on Saturday nights. It's going to be a brand new one. It's going to just start actually the last Saturday of this month. And I call it the Book Nook. And in this one, we're going to do primarily things outside the Christian fiction genre, more of psychological thrillers, cozy mysteries, um, thrillers, romance, everything, basically. It's just going to be not completely like R-rated. Everything's going to be more PG-13. 
but we are going to have everyone in that club. We're going alphabetical order and we're going to have people pick a book every two weeks. And a lot of us are psychological thriller lovers. So if you like that, you would maybe want to come and check that out. And they're all under the Dana's Diner Club on Clubhouse. Thank you. That's good to know. Our next one is area code 732. Hi, um, my name is Joan Leonard, and I run back Banquet of Books. I facilitate it. And I want to talk about Banquet because it's, it's unique. Because in Banquet, people come into Banquet and they can choose a book that they've either liked, disliked, hated, or absolutely loved. I asked them for the title, the author, the book number, or where they got the book, uh, and ask for like a three to five minute summary. And my banquet is very popular because it is different, because people get to choose what they want to read, and it gives the group an opportunity to read a lot of different books that people have suggested. And Banquet is on Accessible World, as Alan was saying. And I really am enjoying this. I am a very voracious reader, an avid reader. And I unfortunately became ill and had to move into a nursing home. And there's not much to do but read. But I love it. So uh, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for your call, Joan. And our last hand that's currently raised is Mitchell has something else to say to us. Guys, um, I know a website, fantasticfiction.com. Go check it out. You'll love it. Okay, thank you. And I am now going to turn it back over to Debbie. And I'm here. I missed my cue before. I apologize. Yeah, um, I think one thing we might want to do is just have our participants go around really fast and again give the quick information on how to join their club or like if it's part of ACB community, just say it's part of ACB community. Does that make sense to you, Terry? All our panelists. Our panelists. That sounds like a great idea. People um, are listening to the podcast or they've joined in the middle and they, instead of them asking again, how do I join this club? If everybody go around and give a brief, just a brief, how do we get in contact with your club or with you or whatever? Casey, then- why don't you head, head us up? Okay. Uh, our book chat club meets the first and third Monday of every month. Uh, this month we're reading Sons of Fortune, DB55650. You can uh, find those uh, notes on the ACB community. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, uh, send a note to Cindy, and she will get back to you and uh, give send me the request. One of the things that, uh, even though we have this format that we do right now, uh, we have talked about changing it around a little bit. So if people have different ideas and different things they want to suggest, you're more than welcome to come, and uh, we'd love to have you. Right, thank you. First and third Monday. Thanks very much. Um, Paul Edwards. Our stuff is on the community list virtually always, unless for some reason I don't send it in in time. <laughs> but it generally is there. 
And it's also on a number of lists. We're on the third Wednesday of every other month at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And they're the odd-numbered months. So January, March, May, July, <laughs> September, and November. So we skip July usually because of the convention. Yes, we do. And we did this time. Okay, great. Alan. Yeah, Accessible World has like eight different meetings on a monthly basis. Uh, I think the best way to find out is just to go to accessibleworld.org. You can do a search for book groups. They'll be there. You can search uh, on your podcast app for Accessible World, and and I think you'll come up with past episodes of of our various meetings. Uh, And I think that's the best way to go. Just to remind you, it is not accessibleworld.com, it's .org. Org, right. Thanks. Yes. Could you remind us one more time how to subscribe to an I.O. list? Uh, Well, it's always the list name, a plus sign, and at groups.io. So remember, it's the list name and then the plus sign. And And then subscribe. subscribe. Yeah. At groups. Yeah. At groups.io. So as an example, it would be library-talk plus sign subscribe at lacblists.org. That's correct. lacblists.org. In our case, it would be aw-announcements plus subscribe at groups.org. And um, Natalie. So just to remind everyone, Our book club does meet on the third Saturday of the even month. So that would be like February, April, June, August, October, and December. Um, So we do meet on the third Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Um, For the Zoom link, um, you can either email community at acb.org and ask Cindy to um, please give you my contact information. Or if you have Carla Rushevel's phone number or email or any way to contact her, um, she can also put you in touch with me. Thank you. And Tabitha. Hey, my the 18th Century Group meets every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern and the Disability Studies Reading Group meets second and fourth Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. And both of those are announced on the ACB community call schedule. And you can also go to my website that I set up with the reading list, things we've read in the past, things we'll read in the future. And there's also a way to contact me if you want. Um, And the web address is invisiblebooks.wordpress.com. Can I also add that we've been talking about accessibility, all of the books that we read are also in accessible formats, and um, I always try to find a free option. So if it isn't available on BARD, uh, it might be available on LibriVox or YouTube or, um, you know, something else so that you can always, you know, find multiple accessibility options and free ones, which is always nice. Thanks very much. And Mika. I know you don't really have a club as such, but if you want to give us some other URLs or what have you. So it's going to be um, bookshare.org and log in and get information on their book club. Also um, for romance fans, romancesparksjoy.com. 
for it. You can go there for their book club times and their list of books and resources. And also on, if you are on Facebook, Friends and Books is a very big book club with blind and sighted readers alike. And it is wonderfully ran and quite great. Thank you. And thank you all. I think I got everyone. Um, If I didn't speak up now, and otherwise, I am going to turn it back over to Debbie. Judy, if you want to tell us a little bit about Lua for people who are going to be listening to this podcast and may not know, that might be a good way to end it since Lua is sponsoring us. Well, thank you. And I want to thank all the presenters who did a wonderful job and all the people who called in with such great ideas. We're going to steal a bunch of them, like Paul's idea of having the triumvirate group. To join Library Users of America is the ACB Special Interest Affiliate for All Book Lovers. To my way of thinking, there are 1,400 people registered for this convention. I think all 1,400 of them should be here to join Lua because everybody likes to read. And uh, we don't just discuss stuff from Bard and so forth. But for instance, we'll be able to attend our Lua sessions Sunday, there are seven questions that people ask, like, how can I order a Braille book or how can I find a reference book? Monday, we will be up close and personal with the NLS narrator. I mean, I'm sorry, with the NLS representative, the new acting director. And on Wednesday, we'll be with the narrator and uh, have an hour and a quarter to talk with the narrator that you wouldn't usually get. Then we will also have um, an opportunity to talk with book writer extraordinaire Judy Dixon, who will be discussing her book on how to get all things audio described, Netflix, all the other resources. She's going to tell us how she developed that book. But we do have membership meetings several times a year, board meetings to which everybody is welcome. And we will do anything that members want us to do relating to accessibility of books. Paul, as immediate past president, I mean, as one of the former presidents and our current second vice president. To mention Lua Links. Um, oh, our Lua Links. Which is a program that we do typically every other month and usually in the months when we're not doing Library Without Walls. And it's uh, we talk about a subject that relates to libraries and we we try to invite guests to talk to us about uh, about some stuff and there's been some really cool topics we've had nls library directors like karen kenninger come we've had uh, a number of other guests we talked about some of the recommendations that um, nls has made and a number of other elements that we've met and you get our lua ledger which is our publication, which comes out two to three times a year and is very good. Debbie's had a number of articles and Sharon Strakowski is our editor. So let me tell people how to join again. We'd love to have you. You can call Carla at 502-897-1472 or go to lua.payment with an S, payment with an S at gmail.com. Will we send the PayPal to that email address? Yeah. Sorry, I should have made that clear. So I think uh, having said that, I'm looking for the closing code. 
While you look for the code, I was just going to say that I didn't know about Lua till last year, and it was this convention that made me join. So a word to the wise, and that closing, thank you, Demi, and thank you, Terry, for co-hosting, and thank all of our panelists. And that closing CEU is 54258, 54258. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Actually, after last year's convention, I became a life member of Lua. Wow. (laughs) Good night, everyone.